Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. We have a very, very, very special guest. I might be biased. Uh, Dr. Steph, welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. When was the last time you were on this? I feel like we were at the beginning of the COVID quarantine. Mm, so about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. A year and a half ago. Uh, well, welcome back. Uh, this is a topic that uh, for many is very sensitive that many people who don't know about this, many people who don't know that there are resources for this, and I'm excited to dive into this and share what is available for people who may not know this. Uh, You are going to be talking about specific instances, but before you do, I want to let the listeners know that this topic can be applied to men and women. But typically, these topics are talked about in the circles of women's health. Yes. Tell me more. So there are certain silent battles that women, specifically women who've gone through childbirth, um, have to battle. And I feel like in recent years, they're becoming a little bit more talked about. People are becoming a little bit more comfortable talking about some of the uncomfortable topics that... Mm -hmm. um, Short and long-term mm-hmm. side effects of birth or of uh, giving birth, um, but I'm, it makes me really happy that people are starting to talk about these things more and more because that means that people reala- are realizing that there are things you can do to treat some of these problems. So we're going to go into. I have four that I want to talk about today. There are a lot more than that, but those are the four that we're going to talk about. And I love your topic. It the, the topic of the of the podcast and blog is four issues that mothers have to battle and are treatable yes and are treatable underlying capitalized italicized uh the first one fancy word incontinence what does that mean that means ladies and men uh-huh. too correct um there might be times where you sneeze mm-hmm. and you might have a little bit of a dribble mm-hmm. um a little bit of a dribble of pee mm-hmm or maybe you're running, or you're jumping rope, or um, you are lifting something heavy. Mm-hmm. Basically, it is the lack of control of your pelvic floor muscles to kind of pinch off that stream and keep things where they should be. Absolutely. Yes? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, I feel like, accept that as just a normal thing that happens after childbirth. And I just want everyone to know that that is not normal. That is not something that should happen and you should just be okay with. Mm. Like it is absolutely treatable and it is 100% reversible. You do not have to, once you have this problem, you do not have to accept the fact that this is going to be your new normal for the rest of your life. So get, without going too much detail, like what are just like really basic things that like, what what's the reason for it? And then like what type of things are like, do you need surgery for this? Do you need like uh some type of invasive treatment? You do not need an invasive treatment. Okay. You do not need surgery. Tell me. After any kind of trauma, mm-hmm. your body has to have a little bit of retraining. So like after a sh- rotator cuff repair that your muscle was cut into, 
and it takes some time to get that control back. Well, after the trauma of childbirth, your pelvic floor needs a little bit of coaching, a little Mm -hmm. bit of retraining to learn how to turn those muscles back on. And it's not even just a strength issue. A lot of times it's a timing issue. So it can be the timing of the control or it can it can be the length of the control so like the duration right it doesn't have to be just the strength of those muscles so there's so many components to muscle control of that pelvic floor so um i I see that you had written you know that there's like breathing things and exercises to help with this so you don't necessarily need surgery you don't need to have like your life's not over a lot of it is simple as simple as learning breathing techniques, when to breathe in, when to breathe mm-hmm. out, when to hold your breath, when mm-hmm. you're doing certain movements, yep. and letting your diaphragm, which is the top of your core, be that help to help support the pelvic floor. Okay, so they're like exercises, like basic yes, exercises. basic awesome. exercises. Awesome. All right, so that's incontinence. That is one common uh, thing or theme that happens with men and women, mm-hmm. uh, particularly women post-pregnancy. Yes. Cool. All right. So number two, this is a very sensitive topic. We've, we, you and I have talked about this. Pelvic floor pain. Those are really fancy words. Please help me to learn. So almost the opposite kind of situation. Um, like when someone gets into a car accident and their upper traps are really, really tight and they need to learn how to relax to feel normal again, your pelvic floor after trauma, those muscles can get very, very tense and tight. And so many people I think are um, focused on Kegels, Kegels, Kegels. If you don't know what Kegels are, Mm -hmm. those Kegel exercises are designed to help kind of strengthen up your pelvic floor after just any time, but specifically after childbirth. Okay. The idea would be that the problem isn't you need to strengthen it. The problem is you need to be able to turn off those muscles. I see. So incontinence and pelvic floor, like you said, there are two different things. But can people have both? Absolutely. It's not mutually exclusive. So you can have a weakness and tension in the same muscle without having to choose one or the other. Okay. Fair. So pelvic floor pain. So that's more of a relaxation versus it incontinence is, is more and strengthening. The, yes. And the problem with that is people are embarrassed to talk about this one because the symptoms are pain with sex and mm-hmm. things that should genu- <laughs> genuinely be enjoyable in life. Sure. And it's honestly heartbreaking to hear mm-hmm. someone who's been dealing with painful sex since they've had their child five years ago and they were too embarrassed to ever talk to anybody about that and it there's things that you can do to help and you don't have to again struggle in silence yeah i uh there, there was an internship uh at uh, in my pt school in the emergency room and there and some of the most memorable cases were um there was a lot of rape victims that had uh, pelvic floor pain yes um, and it was very difficult to manage and you have a lot of instances where there's the psychological trauma, emotional trauma, and the physical. You have multiple layers on that. Yes. And for us as clinicians, um, we have to understand all dimensions of that. So if if any of these things resonate with you, just know that they're normal. Like they, these are normal cases. You're, nothing is out of the normal. We see these often. We hear about these. Um, there are things to help. Okay. So number one was incontinence. That was a strengthening issue. Number two, generally, right? Number two was pelvic floor, which is neurological uh, relaxation. Um, Number three, this is 
very uh this is common and this can be mixed in all cases it doesn't have to be post-pregnancy it doesn't have to be trauma low back pain sacral iliac pain that is a <laughs> long crazy uh, anatomical uh word sacral iliac pain tell me more all right so this specifically talks about the pain or speaks to the pain that is in the low part of the back right where your your lumbar spine connects to your pelvis mm-hmm. and we all know that Pregnant women, we have the pregnant women have this hormone that causes relaxation of the mm-hmm. ligaments. It allows for increased area, increased space in areas mm-hmm. that you need increased space for for to prepare for childbirth. Yep. Um, and those that laxity in those ligaments can cause you to have excessive movement and pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition to that. Uh, women and parents in general tend to carry their kids on one hip, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're not centered in the front or centered in the back. Usually you pop the kid right on your hip. And this is something that when if you're talking about someone that has an infant or a two-year-old or a five-year-old, you know, yep. parents are used to carrying their children on their hip. And that can cause this asymmetry in your pelvis that feeds into this pain in your back. And it's there's so many things to that you can do to fix this. You can strengthen that area you can strengthen the hips you can teach proper lifting techniques and proper like little tricks to help you get through your daily life without having that low back pain so and i guess this doesn't always have to go with the incontinence issue but you can have you know back that back pain that's you know that is movement based that you're it's postural that you stand on one leg yes. or you you go on one side or you sit on one hip more than the other but basically you're carrying around uh this thing this object this human being (laughs) uh from your belly to your side to your arms and there's a shifting distribution of where all that weight is being placed whereas before it was on both legs yes right so equal both legs right (laughs) and so sacroiliac pain is you know like you said just a fancy word for the pelvis and that pelvis was uh trained to open Yes. To be more flexible. And now it has to come back and find its new normal. The problem is, is that if you're uneven or your weight is being distributed while that that joint or those joints are trying to come back to cement back together, that's where things aren't in line and, and they become a problem. So what I've realized in working with uh, with mothers postpartum is that the sooner the treatment, the sooner you can have a better understanding and awareness and that you don't build in those bad habits. I think that is critical. So if you're you know, five years out from having a kid and you're still having back pain, it's treatable. However, if you have friends and family who are battling it, have them go see somebody fast. You can do something. Yeah. Like that. Oh my goodness! It's like we just wish that we could like be in those uh, in the hospital and be like, "Here, <laughs> call me in two weeks, please. I promise you'll need this." And genuinely, it's very treatable, and you're just trying to prevent it. So, uh, low back pain. All right, number four. It kind of goes along with it. It does, yeah. Core control. Tell me. So this is actually one of the most common complaints that I hear from my postpartum patients, clients, Mm -hmm. is it's not even necessarily causing pain. It's just they feel like they can't contract their core or they have this little pooch at the bottom of their abdomen Mm -hmm. that they just, it just never went away. Um, Or the ability to feel like they're strong when they go to lift something such as their child. Mm -hmm. And this is something that is really, really hard to focus on. You know, everyone knows to get a six pack, you need to do a thousand ab crunches a day, sure, right? No. Sure. 
but um, there are specific core exercises that focus on the low abdominal exercise, mm-hmm. sorry, the low abdominal muscles. And it's really hard to know if you're doing those correctly without the guidance of someone who knows what to look for and who knows the movement that is responsible for that. Yeah. So having someone walk you through those really, really specific exercises goes a really long way to help focus on the lower part of the abdomen that's a little harder to get to turn on. I see. So that's not necessarily like the washboard abs you're talking about. No, it is not like, the washboard abs. You're not saying that everybody post-pregnancy has to have a washboard abs. Like Absolutely that's not. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, we, we laugh and, and we joke about this, but it is a serious matter. I mean, I think that, you know, most of us think that the six-pack abs are like what we need to gain. And all we're trying to say is there are specific muscle groups that stabilize that sacroiliac joint, the pelvis, everything that controls the bladder controls the general pelvic floor, everything underneath and between your legs to be able to support you. And postpartum or post-pregnancy, this is real. This is like things turn off, things shut down, things are going to um, get stretched. You know, your hips get loose, you're in a position now that you weren't ever before. And we call it loosey-goosey in our, in our terms in that like your joints now become more flexible than ever. And because of that, your body adapts to that. And unless you train it to basically get another like uh, weight belt or corset belt to like tighten that back up, it forgets. Correct. And that's where we come into play. And if you have somebody come in two years later, it takes a while for us to train that. But if you have it right away, we know that we can get better outcomes. So we talked about four categories. Incontinence, number one, is to help strengthen. Pelvic floor pain to help relax. Low back pain to restabilize. Core control to relearn. And when you put this package of four things together, you're in a good place. Now, when people come in, they don't have all four. They might have one. They might have two or a variation of all four. But ultimately, our goal today was to give you a better sense of things that are normal postpartum. And years after postpartum, I mean, this could be 10, 15 years. We have people who might have scar incisions from C-sections or they have trauma and no one ever helped them and they still have things and remnants of this. So when we have people with back pain come in, both men and women, we're always trying to figure out, tell me the history. How did this start 10 years ago, 15? When was your first child? These are the questions when we're in front of you. This is what we're asking all our clients. How did this start? Why? It's not just back pain. It's things that happen that led to that. So we understand that this pain is not easy. And, and you we, do not have to suffer in silence. Yeah. And, and for the men listening to this, that I, I, for the ones who stayed through this podcast, good job. Yeah, <laughs> you guys care. I love that. Um, know that if you have a spouse, a partner, a friend, an aunt, a mom, uh, this is treatable and let them know to find a local physical therapist, uh, somebody who can help point them in the right direction. Even if they don't have all the answers, there is support and know that there's exercises, there's people who specialize in these things. And here at Sports Performance, uh, we have a passion for helping people just get back to being healthy and active. And we know that this is real. And we just wanted to share that with you guys and and know that um, we understand that it's not easy and uh, it is not always the most comfortable thing to talk about. But just know that our whole team is aware of this and this is a normal phenomenon that we do treat. Dr. Steph, what else? 
everything else good. That that's the categories, the general gist. I mean, there's a lot more that we can talk about, but yes. On this podcast, is, yes. we'll leave it as that. <laughs> All right. For the four uh, the four issues that mothers um, have to battle and are treatable. So there you have it. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, early Mother's Day, happy early Mother's Day to you. If you're listening to this on Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day. And if you're listening to this uh, way after Mother's Day, happy early Mother's Day for the following year. But uh, on behalf of the team here at Sports Performance, uh, we appreciate you listeners and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.